0: We're going to do something tonight we have never done in like 20 years. There are two messages tonight. And uh, we've never done two messages, distinct and very different. But as you know, the Lord has been speaking to us that this is the year of rest and invitation. And in order to hear his invitation, we have to be able to rest so we can hear, we can absorb it. And he's also shared with us that this first quarter, he wants to enlarge our foundations. He wants to put in us revelations about him and about ourselves that either we don't know or we haven't absorbed to the point that we're incarnating the word right? We know the word here, we can know it here, but it's a big jump when you incarnate the word. And that's his invitation this year. His language to us has been, this year he wants to take us inside his heart. And I shared with you last month that over the holidays I happened to be in the parking lot praying, and For the first time, he said, times of refreshing have ended. Now you're coming into my atrium. And he meant the atrium of his heart. And those of you can explain it better than I with medical background. But the atrium is where you take blood that's a little tired, a little low on oxygen, goes through the atrium, pumped through your lungs for fresh breath, Fresh life. And then it floods to every part of you. And he said, this year, I want to show you how to live from inside my heartbeat. Which to me is, it undoes me when I'm by myself. And I'm more composed when I'm in front of you. Let me put it that way. I think to be invited into his heartbeat, there is no more intimate space with the Lord. So, the first message, because what he shared was we need to do two messages tonight, Susan, because I have a rhythm for 2024 and for those that are on the journey with us. I need them to have certain building blocks that will allow them to enlarge their foundations so they can be in rhythm with me to receive what I have in every season. So the first message is really the word of God. I'm going to read three scriptures to you from the Amplified. But I know you. As I read them, you will feel the weight of his heart for you. And as I read them, you will realize, oh, I need to go back and soak and soak and soak in these scriptures until they're the reality above all realities for me. When the Father finally had a nation of people, he desired To begin again, to start fresh, to say, Can I tell you who I really am? And so he turns to Moses and he says, Moses, I want your priest to bless my people. Because I want my people to know who I really am, apart from all their hurts and wounds of bondages and culture and things they've been through. I want them to know the purity of my heart. So I'm going to read from the Amplified. This portion of the message is the perfect, if you will, bodification of when Jesus says, the wise scribe takes out of his house treasures old and new. These are old verses to some of you. But the new is coming upon it for you. And it will infiltrate your body, your soul, and your spirit as you meditate. The Lord said, bless my people this way. The Lord bless you. Now the Lord is always Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Lord is the majesty of the one that goes from the depths of the ground to the heights of heaven, the fullness of power, the fullness of sovereignty, the fullness of all the Godhead deity. And he's saying, every part of me is the Lord. Every part of me wants to bless you. And in the Hebrew, it's the image, every part of me, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I want to kneel before you, reach into what I am and what's my inheritance. I want to reach into all that I am, and I want to put it in you. As I incarnate it, as I am the blessing, I want to reach in. And put it inside you till it saturates your body, your soul, your spirit, your mind, your decisions. The Lord wants to bless, reach in, and impart Himself to you in a fullness of Father's heart, Son's heart, Holy Spirit's heart. The Lord bless you. And the Lord watch over and guard. He said, Can I? Can I protect you? I I won't do it unless you ask me to. But can I be the watchman and the guard over your body, your soul, your spirit, your life? The Lord bless you, guard you, watch over you, and keep you. When Jesus summed up his relationship with the disciples in John 17, he said, Father, I kept them. And to the divine, to keep you means, May I take you and put the fullness of you inside my heart? Can I hide you in my heart? The Lord make his face shine upon you. It's the Lord, majestic, saying, no, I want to come down and I want to meet you eye to eye. Because I want you to see my face. I want you to see my face is full of light when I look at you. I light up when I look at you. And the Amplified says it this way. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and enlighten you. And what the Father was saying, Moses, tell them, if they can believe, if they can see that my face is full of light when I look at them, I'm filled with light, then that light will get inside of them. And then they will feel Light about themselves. If they can believe all I have on my face when I look at you is light. If they could incarnate that, every doubt and shadowy thing would just fall away because it would enlighten you. The Lord make his face light over you and it will enlighten you and be gracious to you. Gracious is the word of a superior to an inferior. Saying, these are the things I will be and do for you that you never could do and be for yourself. He said, this is my heart. Can I be gracious to you? Can I be everything out of my perfected love for you? The Lord bless you and watch and guard and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon and enlighten you and be gracious to you. Amplified. The Lord lift up his approving countenance over you. The Lord says, I want them to know that when I look at them, I approve. I approve of you. I'm just thrilled you're my son and daughter. I approve of you. I approve of you. And he said, and then peace and wholeness will come to you when you believe that. The Lord lift up his approving countenance over you and give you peace and shalom and wholeness. The truth about his heart for you. But least you think it is just in one verse. Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord, the fullness of the Godhead deity. The Lord, your God. That's him again saying, in my fullness. I'm stooping down because I want to meet you eye to eye and say, can I be your God, please? Please, can I be your God? The Lord, your God, is in the midst of you. And the midst has the double meaning. He is in the midst of my world. Whatever touches me, he's in the midst going, can I help you with that? Can I help you with that? Can I be your God, your personal God right now? And the midst also means what's in the midst of me, my mind, my emotions, my body, inside and out. Can I be in the midst of you? The Lord your God is in the midst of you. A mighty warrior to save you from anything and everything to save you. May I save you, please? The Lord your God is in the midst of you, a mighty Savior who saves. And then he does a double. He will rejoice over you with joy. And in Hebrew, that's like infinite, not less double measure. It's infinite joy. And the image is, when my eyes fall upon you, Janet, God is saying, I get so full of joy. The only thing in my being when I look at you is joy. That's all I feel when I look at you. I am full of joy. You're my son. You're my daughter. I love this. He will rest in silent satisfaction with you. This isn't Susanisms. This is the Amplified. This is the real-life Bible. He will rest with you in silent satisfaction. Isn't that one of the sweetest things when you can be with your spouse or a friend And you're so comfortable and safe with each other. You're okay in silence. It's okay. You just, you know you're good. He says, I want to rest with you in silent satisfaction. And here's the rest of it. And in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past regrets or sins because he chooses to not recall them. He's saying don't ever hesitate to sit with me because I will never be the one to remind you of past sins and regrets. I love you. I will never do that. I rest in silent satisfaction. I see your journey. I approve of you. Can you believe this is my heart for you? The Lord, your God, is in the midst of you, a mighty one, a savior to save you. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction And in his love, he will be silent and make no mention, never a mention of past sins. And here's the end of the verse in the Hebrew. When the Lord, when he could gaze upon universes and people groups and angelic hosts and living creatures, he says, when my personal eye falls upon you, I am so filled with joy and exuberance, I cannot contain myself. And when I look at you, I explode and dance over you and song over you. This is your Lord. This is the Lord. He said, I want you to know the truth about me. A lot of lies have been spread. This is the truth about me. And this is the truth of how I feel about you. Cast down anything that rivals truth. Or just soak in the truth till it uproots everything. And the last verse in this portion tonight. Is in the New Testament. And it's in John when Jesus over and over has said, the Father and I are one. Our hearts are one. And so Jesus shares, resonating with the Lord in Numbers and the Lord in Zephaniah. And he's praying. And he's asking the Father to help. To help us. Because this is Jesus' heart. The Amplified, John 17, verse 13. Father, I'm coming to you. I say these things while I'm still in the world so that my joy may be full and complete and perfect in them. He said, I want them to hear this prayer, Father. I want them to know they are my joy. They fill me up. They complete me. They make me feel whole and finished and perfect inside. They are my joy. Father, I pray that they may experience that my delight is fulfilled in them. Just in who you are. Father, I pray they will know my enjoyment and that my enjoyment may be perfected in their souls. That we will so believe who He says we are. you're, You're my joy. And he said, you know, Father, if they could just believe that they fill me up and I'm content, I'm fulfilled, I'm perfected, I feel whole when I am with them. He said their whole soul would be transformed. Father, I'm coming to you. I say these things while I'm still in the world so that my joy may be full and complete and perfect in them, that they may experience and know my delight is fulfilled in them, that my enjoyment may be perfected in their own souls. Father, I pray that they may have my gladness within them, filling their hearts. That's how Jesus prayed for us. That's how he prayed for us. And later in the prayer, out of the same beautiful heart, he says, I, I just want them to be one with me, Father. I, I just want them to believe our heart for them. And then we could be one with them and they could be one with one another because if you live from the heartbeat of the Lord, this is who he is. And this is who he proclaims himself to be. And this, when Jesus could have prayed anything. For his disciples and for the disciples to come, he prayed, I want them to know they complete me. They fulfill my joy. And I want my joy to be perfected in their souls, in their thoughts, in their emotions. I want them so filled up with my heart that we can be one together.